Welcome once again to the Journey to Grateful podcast. I'm your host, Tim Begonia, and this is episode 25, Making Changes Around the Home and in Your Life. My goodness, that title is a mouthful, isn't it? And it needs to be. Before we get started and dig a little bit deeper on that subject, let me ask you if you've subscribed or followed this podcast. Another question, have you shared the podcast with a family member or a friend experiencing grief? I know that last ask is sometimes a bit more difficult. If you're like me, you don't want to push somebody on something, and, and I totally agree with that. So what I do when I talk about the podcast is I simply say, when the time is right for you, it's there for you, and I just wanted you to know. And of course, that brings me to asking you, have you written a review for the podcast yet? Now, some might feel that this ask is a bit self-serving, and I'm okay with that thought, but that's not why I ask at all. In the world of podcasts and then the wonderfully scary world of life online, a written review, multiple reviews, shows Apple that this podcast is worth serving up to more people. And that is my ultimate goal, exposing more people to the podcast and more people to this specific resource. Numbers to me, the number of people who listen to this show, that stuff doesn't matter. But what does matter is if there is someone looking for support, for help to navigate this new place that they've been forced to live in. If that person can read one blog post on journeytograteful.com, get something from it, that is priceless. And that is my goal. If that person can read the subject of a podcast episode, listen to the episode, and walk away with a lifted spirit or a bit more strength to walk their journey another day. That's what I count. And lastly, thank you for stopping by. Thank you for taking the time to listen. And if you so choose, sharing with me or our community your story, maybe an idea for a new episode down the line, or if you'd like to just tell me how Journey to Grateful has affected you, please reach out. We're on Facebook and Instagram, but if you'd like to talk directly to me, email me, tim at journeytograteful.com. All right, I think that's time now for us to chat a bit about making changes as you navigate through your grief. Now let's begin. All right, I feel I need to clarify why the title of this episode is Making Changes Around the Home and in Your Life. It might seem obvious, but I want to be clear about one detail on this subject. I'm not suggesting or encouraging you make changes, big or small, after your loss on any specific timeline or in any specific manner. What I am suggesting is there will come a time when change may become needed or wanted or part of your next step. And I want you, I want us all to know it's okay. Change is absolutely okay when it makes sense for you. As with most every part of your grief journey, your experience, your timing will be everything and it will be different than most everyone else's. The most important aspect of this subject is for you to understand change should come and be decided upon when it's right for you. Some people will need to make change far sooner than others. In fact, 
Some may begin to change things within months of loss. For them, that is what they needed or felt, and that's, that's okay. For others, a change, to change a piece of furniture in their home, even after five or ten years, may not be something that they feel necessary or comfortable with, and that, as well, is okay. So what I'd like you to know and for us to chat about is how and maybe why to make change in your life or in your home. So you might be wondering, why am I choosing this for my subject in this episode? It's because I've experienced change lately, and it's top of mind. Typically, if you haven't noticed, that is the formula for this show. As I experience it or as I begin to face something or think about something, that becomes an episode. My journey is very much the underlying fabric of what this show is about, sometimes very clearly put and other times quite subtle. So, making changes. Let's focus first on around the home. This hits home right now because for me, over the past month or so, I've been making changes around the home. Most of these changes happen to be changes that my wife Colleen and I have had long before discussed. You know, that giant armoire from the 90s lumbering in the corner since the beginning of time because it's always been such an overwhelming task to make reality to go away. And for me, that is exactly the part, the large part of the change I've made recently. Now, you may ask, why now has this been a sparked change in your life? Well, let me set the stage. We have a typical two-story Midwestern home where the living room and the dining room make an L shape. Now, for nearly 20 years, we've used the dining room and its table less than probably a dozen times. I mean, sit down, eat, dining room type use. Less than a dozen times. Now, this past January, after we cleaned out my wife's closet, which, by the way, I came to realize was a catch-all for nearly everything like tax papers and old birthday cards and things that would fill a typical office, and of course, her clothes. Much of the paperwork was stored in the dining room at the time, and it stayed there. You know, the boxes of taxes, things like that. And it stayed far, far too long. Months. And I'm not proud of that fact. But I'm sure many of you listening right now are probably shaking your head and understanding that situation, because most likely... You have a room, or at least a corner of a room, in the exact same condition. So with Christmas approaching, we decided at the end of October to host two of our three Christmas gatherings. Yep, the typical, if we host, we'll have to clean thought process. And this time, it worked. We chatted, mainly my daughter Karen and I, about what else we could do with the dining room that we rarely ever used as a dining room. We decided to create a small sitting area instead, a reading nook, if you will, which was directly adjacent to the living room and then could be either left on its own or could be kind of added into the gathering. If we have 10 plus people, we, that particular space could become part of the living room space. So borrowing chairs from around the house, we added a few key new pieces to change the feel of both rooms and we were left with one large task, the removal of that giant armoire. And let me tell you, it's a beast. 
heavy, solid, and did I mention, it's a beast. Family to the rescue. It took five of us, five of us, to move it out the front door and into the garage, where I am hopeful it will not remain for months on end, but that remains to be seen. I suppose here is where I ask if anyone needs a slightly used, beautiful, handmade solid armoire perfect to enhance any living area. Just contact me. Anyway, so changes. As you can see, these changes have not been huge, but for us, they have altered not only a space, but a mindset that we had. We absolutely love it and constantly comment on why we didn't do this years ago. And I'm confident that Colleen is looking down on us saying, good job, guys. I wish I was there to enjoy it with you. Now on to life changes. And this could be as little as changing your hairstyle or as complicated as moving to a new home or perhaps a new state. These changes, as with the home change I just previously talked about, they need to make sense for you. I'm aware that there is a common warning for anyone who has experienced loss. It warns to avoid big changes in the first year after loss. And I would simply add that I believe it's sound advice, but as with everything in this grief journey, it's not a one-size-fits-all proposition. There may be outside factors which involve a decision to move to a different home. The same may be true when it comes to a larger life change, such as a job move, or perhaps a retiring, or, of course, the downsizing need. The important detail here is that whatever change you plan to make, that you plan it. You take the time to make sure it's what is best for you. And I would suggest you don't let others influence your decision in a negative way. As long as this change is best for you and you've thought about it in detail, by all means, do what you need to do. Make the change. And by the way, some of life's changes aren't necessarily huge changes, but changes you may not have made when your loved one was here. Now, let me clarify. Not that this is something I wouldn't have done with my wife here, but I have always been a bit follically challenged. Yes, I've had a bald spot for many years, and months after the loss of my wife, I just, I just simply decided, why am I fighting it? And I shaved it all off, and I'm good with that. I think I look decent, and I can happily report I've experienced over the course of the last year several people being surprised when they discover my real age, always thinking that I was younger. Now, I'm not vain in that way, but I'd be lying if I said that it didn't put a smile on my face. Of course, it's usually because I don't act my age, but I'm good with that either way. There's been other details of my life that I have changed since the loss of my wife. Several of them are on the professional side of my life. This last February, I took the leap and engaged with a mastermind group I've wanted to be part of for several years. Thanks to that decision, not only do I have an incredible group of new friends that I can rely on, in fact, that I have relied on often, but this podcast is a direct result of that mastermind group. And for that alone, I will be forever grateful to each and every one of them. To Lou, who created the group, and for our friendship that has grown beyond my imagination since 2014. 
to Angie, who has been an ear to bend and a source of confidence, which she will never understand truly what that has meant to me. To Connor, an inspiration of many facets, to go for what you want, to do more than you think you can because you love it, and to just simply be yourself. To David, an impressive source of how does he do all that, and brilliant far beyond what you can possibly imagine, and far more than he will let on. He is truly unbelievable. And then Paul. What he has achieved with his side gig and the audience and the followers he has grown over the years and cultivated and continues to build, and his ability to reach higher and higher and to accomplish more than we dream about on our own, he is truly inspiring. This is how I have experienced change in my life. It hasn't been on my own. It has been with the help of inspiring people and supportive people. My family and friends who have cheered me on with this podcast, who dropped me words of confidence and who have encouraged me to go for it. This is how I have experienced change in my life. I've reached out. I've put myself out there, oftentimes in uncomfortable ways. Check out my stories at Journey to Grateful on Instagram. And as I have, I've often hoped that Colleen is looking down upon me and the changes that I've made in my life and cheering me on as well. Now for 2022, there will be more change. Several things in the planning stages, in fact, as I speak. And one which I'd like to announce here. There are a handful of people who know about this, and their response has been very encouraging and affirming. There's no doubt in my mind that this project for 2022 will be a great addition to the Journey to Grateful Family and for you, my listeners, and my greatest source of support. For the spring of 2022, I'll be hosting the Journey Forward Retreat. This will be a one-day retreat for 30 people navigating their own path of grief or trying to support someone that they know is going through grief. We will examine in person resources for better dealing with grief, sharing our experiences as a group, and question the details of the journey of which we are faced. Attendees will hear from a selection of speakers on how to adjust our mindset to focus our life goals moving forward discover new and different ways of looking at our challenges and allowing ourselves the grace we need to move forward and tap into the honesty of our heart while dealing with spiritual struggles along the way. This retreat will balance shared experiences with suggested steps geared toward moving forward on our own terms. The Journey Forward Retreat will offer a safe place to hold dear your loss, to express your concerns or your struggles, and to share successes of others who have moved forward one step at a time. Now, at this point, much of the retreat is in the planning stages. As soon as I have a location and a date, I will be sharing it with my listeners and followers. Anyone is welcome to attend the retreat. However, to keep the size of the retreat to a manageable size for all attendees, I will limit the number of guests to 30 for the all-day event. For right now, at the time of recording this episode in December of 2021, I will offer a way for you to let me know you'd be interested in attending the Journey Forward Retreat in the spring of 2022. Go to journeyforwardretreat.com. 
com right now and simply provide me with your name, your email address, and the desire to go. In turn, I will provide you with the details of the retreat as they come to light, and you will be the first to be able to be offered a spot on the retreat. I'm personally looking forward to this event more than you will ever know. Its creation is once again thanks to my mastermind friends and my friends at the Momentum Workshop I spoke at in 2019 and just last month, November 2021. My appreciation to Lou Mangello for creating the Momentum Workshop and more importantly, for trusting me to be a part of it and now to inspire me to create this retreat because of the incredible atmosphere and inspiration provided to everyone at the Momentum Workshop. I cannot thank him enough. So please share this event with others who you believe could benefit from it as well. Plan to bring a friend or a family member, and as soon as I know the date and place, I will share that out with you. This first event will be held in the southeastern Wisconsin area, just so you know. Again, head over to journeyforwardretreat.com and get in line and be the first to have the chance to register for this event. And once again, thank you for listening in on today's episode of the Journey to Grateful podcast. If you haven't yet, please share this with somebody that you know. Let them know why you like it. And if you'd like to write that down in a review, you can head over to journeytograteful.com where you can easily navigate to Apple Podcasts to leave a review. I will see you soon over on our Facebook page or Instagram. And while you're there, share a thought or comment and start a conversation on social media. Lastly, as always, I would like to leave you with an inspiring quote to help lift you up. This one is from Sam Levinson and struck me as both simple and profound and very appropriate considering I just announced the Journey Forward Retreat. Don't watch the clock. Do what it does. Keep going. Until the next episode, I hope your plans for the holiday are going smoothly and I wish you all the joy of the holiday season. Thank you again for listening, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.